Hello everyone, this is the latest episode of Women Just Busy Women. I am Lindsay. I'm Maria. And today we are reviewing 2000's Romeo Must Die. Yes. That is We're reviewing it. Romeo Must Die because I did not see it. Yes, yes, you did not see it. And I didn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... That is starring Jet Li and um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. R.I.P. Yeah. to Aaliyah. I think this was her first lead role. It was. Yeah. So, um, also has. What Will- do you remember about the movie when coming, you know, going to see it when it came out in 2000? Um, I didn't go and see it, I um, watched it on TV. Not a big fan of Jet Li's style of martial arts in movies, mm-hmm. so that stood out to me. And um, what also stood out to me was how good of an actress Aaliyah was. So, and when I saw her, she was still alive. So, oh, can you hear me? Yes, you're back now. Okay, so yeah, she was still alive when I saw it, and um, she was she was a really good actress, and I think she won an award at the um, MTV Movie Awards for this movie. Really? Yeah, I can't I can't remember what category, but I believe she did a she did win an award. Okay. Um, but. She did. She did really well. Um, the movie also stars uh, Delroy Lindo, Isaiah Washington, um, Anthony Anderson, and DMX. And DMX. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, this was probably. A, I think this was his second film at the time. DMX. Yeah, because his first one was Belly, and this came out in 2000, so I think this was his second one, and I want to say Belly came out in 98, and then Exit Wounds came out in 01, so I think this was his second one, and he's he's not in it that much at all. No, he's not. Yeah. He's in the beginning and the end, and that's it. And that's it, right. I did not remember. I remember he wasn't in it a lot, but I did not remember him in it too much. Only two things. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so let's just go on ahead and go through um the plot. Yeah, let's go through the plot. Yep. So basically, um what the movie is is that we have these two um these two drug families. And they are these families in fair Oakland where we lay our scene. Yes. Yes. And they also have um of course they have companies that are front. But I guess they're trying to get out of the drug scene. I couldn't one hundred percent uh grasp if they were trying to one hundred percent get out of the drug scene or not. Well, Joe Rolando, whose name in the movie is Isaac O'Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is trying to get out of it. He wants to be just like totally legit. Okay. 
Oh. We don't really get to hear too much um, from Shu if that's what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. But they're trying to sell this waterfront property to this guy because he wants to bring what is it, the NFL? Uh, the Raiders. Yeah, he wants to bring them back to the Bay. Yeah, back to the Bay. Yeah. Which they did go to the Bay and now they're away from the Bay. Right. They're not in the Bay. <laughs> right. They're out of California altogether now. So, yeah. <laughs> Raiders can't stay put. They really can't. They really can't. So, um, so in order for them to get um, the contract with this person that wants to bring the NFL to the, back to the Bay, um, there's a lot of these um, businesses that are along the Bay that yeah. they are strong arming to get the deeds for so that they can sell the property. And, um, it's a lot of uh, people that don't want to sell. And the guy yeah. is like, y'all got till X amount of time or I'm not bringing them back to the bay. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have the Chinese uh, gang and we have the black gang and they're both trying to get these properties together so they could, you know, give them out to the white real estate developers. Right, right, right. And so. uh, Isaac wants to be a black NFL owner. The mm-hmm. first black NFL owner because there hadn't been any, and there still aren't any. So yeah, they have some um minorities, don't they? Probably, but there are no owners. Yeah, I thought they had a couple of minorities, but yeah, you're right. There's no major owners. Um, yeah, which they've been addressing for some years now. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie was, yeah, this movie is 22 years old, so. Right. right. <laughs> so, do you feel like it aged at all? I, I feel like it's very much of its time mm-hmm. in terms of, like, production and, like, costume and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. uh, one thing that really stuck out to me is during some scenes where they don't have, like, Aaliyah's music or DMX music or music from the soundtrack, um, they have this kind of very strange bass score. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like somebody plucking away at a bass for no particular reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is very of the time, you know. Right, right, right. Um, but other than that, I thought it was fun. I mm-hmm. thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't really go into it expecting anything too much. I'd only seen Aaliyah in Queen of the Band. Okay. Right? And I was like, it wasn't. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the movie being very, it just kind of existed. And yeah. she was much better here. Yeah. In this film, she was very charming and believable. Yes. Yes. I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, seeing Queen of the Dams after seeing that movie, you saw what she could do to contrast it, mm-hmm. which I can appreciate. You know, I can ap- appreciate because wasn't nobody really doing that back then. Yeah. So. Definitely can appreciate where she was going with her uh, career. Yes. She was also oh. um, doing the um, the Matrix sequels too. I know there was there were so many other plans in the works. Like she was really her star was really about to be a superstar. Yeah, yeah, just tragic. Yeah, unfortunate. But um, but yeah, back to the plot. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what's going on. Um, and 
the Asian um, head of the gang, he has a son that yeah. he is like, you know, feeling himself. A little bit too much. Cole was just hanging out at the club, you know. Yeah, but he was hanging you know out at the club that he was You know what I realized? <laughs> he had called, um, he had called uh, Colin. He was the one who called Colin, mm-hmm. said he had something that squashed his whole beef. Yeah. Because he had a list of the properties. And that he wanted to meet him at that club. That's why he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but still, wasn't a good look. Yeah, unfortunately, because that is the rival gangs club. So right. what are we doing? Right, <laughs> and this is like a private meetup, so don't nobody know why you're there. And you're, and the way that you're acting, how you feel is not all that important. So yeah, just wasn't it wasn't a good look. Um, well, he was minding his business with him and his girl. Yeah, but an Asian an Asian person minding their own business in the all black. Not, well, especially because it's the club of your rival. Like you could have just waited in the car for the dude right. to show up for something, right? Or you yeah. could have just met somewhere else. Like I didn't have to go to that club. Well, see, no, it was his decision. It was uh, Colin's decision to meet there because he was like, I don't trust him. So oh. he wanted to meet someone he was comfortable and had backup. Okay, yeah, I didn't catch that part. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, yeah, you're right. He could have just waited in the car for him. Yeah. So, but <laughs> hey. Is what it is at this point. So, yeah. So we get our first fight scene there at the club. Um, uh, what did you think of the fight scene? I thought it was kind of funny, honestly, because the dude, because of course, like he's there, he gets approached by some of the black men from the rival gang. You know, insults get traded, they start fighting. That makes sense. And then like uh, Pose backup comes into the club and they start fighting. Okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. And then there's another point where there are these three kind of random men, and one has like locks, one has a big fro, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know what the other one was doing. But it was just like, who, who are they? <laughs> Would they just like, yeah, sure, we'll try. Like, I don't know. Uh, we don't know who they are. They never show up again, and it just seems very random. Yeah, I, I can only think that they were security or something. With the big afro and a satin shirt. I mean, maybe he's trying to be a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was a bartender that wanted part of the action. I don't know. Right, he wanted the action. Yeah. He was it was a boring night. Boring night. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um yeah, you know, visually the way that they framed it was nice. It was very nice. That's that's what stood out to me with that fight scene, especially when they pulled the guns out. The frame yeah. was great. Yeah, that part, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I was like, how are we going to get out of this one? And that's when DMX shows up. And that's when DMX shows up. And he sh- he shoots his own woman. Yeah. I mean, that's now, he's trying to prevent anybody else from getting shot, so. I get it. I get it. But that's what I was thinking. I was just like, you know, he's going to have to patch that up. <laughs> and he might Maybe he'll, he'll write it off on some insurance claim or something. Right, right. So, so yeah. So that's how that ended. Um. So yeah. So he goes out, or he, they end up leaving the club. He has some words outside with one um the guy that was supposed to be watching over him. 
Okay. Yeah. So he ends up leaving. And then the next thing you know, um, there's another scene where the guy that has all this drama, Poe, he's hanging from a tree. And what seems to be a blanket, right? Right. So that pretty much starts the gang war. Yes, that starts the gang war. Um, Isaac goes to see Chu to, like, you know, give him some flowers, try to convince Chu that, hey, we didn't have anything to do with this. Chu, of course, doesn't believe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they have a um, bigger fish to fry. They have to get this deal closed. Right, we got so to take the clock on this deal. Right, so they have to work together, you know. So even though his son just died, uh, business still continues. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And while they're trying to do this, Jet Li is in prison in China somewhere, mm-hmm. and he gets the he gets the information pretty quickly that his brother had been murdered, and that's where we get another fight scene of him trying to get out of prison, right? Yeah. And um, this one I liked a lot uh, because there's one point in the fight scene where he's hanging upside down mm-hmm. with like one hand tied behind his back mm-hmm. while he's trying to fight his way out of prison. Yeah. Yeah, his um his hands were chained together. Can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Sorry for the technical difficulties, y'all. Can you hear me now? Okay. There you go. I don't know what's going on. I was having issues earlier working. Sorry, guys. But, um, yeah, so where were we at? Uh, we were talking about Jet Li fighting his way out of prison, and he's, like, hanging upside down. Oh, yeah, yeah. So his hands were chained together once they got him in that room. They had him chained upside down. Um, It was on a long chain, though. And so um, he was playing like he was passed out. So they was going to whip him while he was hanging upside down. He was hanging from one um, foot. And that was a pretty cool um, fight scene. I yeah. will give him that. That was a pretty cool fight scene. Um, but yeah, he kicked everybody's ass upside down. He sure did. Yeah. And he was he almost got caught because this guard wanted to talk to him about placing the bet like on the mm-hmm. horse track or something. Yeah. Uh, but he gets out. And he goes to see his father. Right. He, he attends the funeral they have for Poe. Yeah. Which I was, I was like, oh, they, I didn't even expect for them to have a funeral scene, but I was really glad that they did. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, because a lot of times in movies like this, somebody will die and you'll just never hear about it. And it's like yeah. nobody's affected by it. Right, right, right. But they had this funeral and it's very affecting. Like, dad is torn up, you know, uh, Han, that's Jet Li's character is very torn up about it mm-hmm. and he confronts his dad because he's a strange they've been estranged right because mm-hmm. uh, apparently han was a cop and he helped his brother escape uh but i guess his dad got arrested because later on they say han actually went to jail to serve a sentence for his dad mm-hmm. and that's why he was in prison yeah because you're like how did this policeman end up in prison then right, that's right. why he took the, he took the bit for his dad 
and instead of them supporting him while he was in jail, they married mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Left him in that prison of rot. Right. And that, that doesn't look like they have the best accommodations. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I would feel some type of way when I saw my dad again. Especially now that your little brother is dead and like, you know, the a piece is, he said, you know, what he said to his mother was that he would protect her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have that, we have that dynamic going on. So now because it's his brother that died, he has to figure out what happened to his brother. And so he's going around. Um, he ends up hot wiring a car, and well, it was a taxi. First, cab. he takes he takes the car, the taxi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the one he hot wired. Oh no! I, I thought he got the keys from the dude from his pocket. No, he, he hot wired that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the way that's he bumped into him, it was very it was giving me pickpocket. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, that's how we. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um Aaliyah's um character, her name is Trish. She is um the owner of a um store. I think it's a cafe, store. but they also have clothes. Yeah, and there was also a DJ with kids dancing. I don't know what I don't know. Maybe it's kinda of like a community kind of center thing. Yeah. I don't know. It it was a lot going on in the store. Yeah. <laughs> so um because her family is in the life, sometimes her brother comes and uses her phone. After mm-hmm. she's repeatedly told them that she doesn't want no parts of the life, don't use my phone for your business, so forth and so on. Um, yeah, she doesn't want anything to do with the business. She doesn't like that her father is in it. Um, she really doesn't even want to talk to him about it. But she does like clearly love her brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you can tell they have a and her brother is played by D.B. Woodside, mm-hmm. uh, who was in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, mm-hmm. TV show. Yeah. And he was, and the most recent TV show he's in is Lucifer, where he plays the angel Minadiel. Oh, okay. Okay. And I believe that him and Golden Book have a child. Oh, I don't know. All I know is that he and I don't have a child together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of missed that, uh, but but um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, they have a child together. But anyway, so um, so yeah, um, he's gearing up to take over once their dad uh yeah. retires. But it doesn't. He look wants like his he's dad to give him a shot. Right. Should look real man, you know. Right. Give him some responsibility. Right. It doesn't look like he's doing that anytime soon. Yeah. Well, because his dad's still trying to make this deal. He's really focused on wanting to be this NFL owner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's telling, because we also have Isaiah Washington's character is Mac, who's like his first lieutenant, like his right-hand man. Right, right. So he tells him like, hey, as long as, you know, I'm getting money, you're getting money too. I'm just, but he, Mac doesn't know he's focusing on trying to be an NFL owner, but mm-hmm. he's trying to do this real estate deal. So he's like, as long as I got it, you got it. Right. Mac. And then he tries to assure Colin, like, as soon as this deal goes through, we're going to be doing things. So, you know, I'm going to put you in a place of responsibility. Just hold on. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like um, Isaiah Washington's character, his name is Mac, right? 
Mm-hmm. Seems like he has some type of um, jealousy towards the sun. I guess uh, we don't really get to see too much of what Mac thinks about things, other than that he keeps trying to hit on Aaliyah, uh, on Trish. Yeah. Which in a very weird. threatening way. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. So it's that weird. smooth and romantic, you know what I mean? Right, right. It just, it felt like he was, because of him being the right-hand man and helping out and Luke being the one that would be a shoe-in to take his spot, it seemed like he knew deep down, because he's not blood, that would never be his spot. Whereas his son, Colin, really ain't the one that's responsible enough to take that spot. Well, I don't know that Isaac was getting ready to give up the spot anytime soon either. Uh, I think he was just going to let uh, Colin get a little bit of responsibility, like give him something to manage first. Right, right. Yeah, there's possibly some jealousy there, but we don't really... They don't 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 dive too much into it. It's it's so much going on. They dive more into him trying to that's true. Yeah. Which also, I was reading up on on Olivia Must Die, mm-hmm. and apparently on the set, Isaiah Washington uh, was engaging in homophobic behavior. Yeah, I saw that. And Aaliyah had to call him out. Yeah, I saw that in that um, that link you sent, mm-hmm. which actually goes on brand when you think yes, about it, it. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's he's currently in the show um oh gosh. P Valley. Yes. He plays the mayor who is also a horrible person. So. Yes. He plays the hell out of that part too. Putting <laughs> a little close to home, sir? Just a tad. Just a tad. So so yeah, um, at, yeah, so she so she has to shop or whatever, and she ends up leaving. But because of the situation that's going on between the families, the dad put twenty four hour security on his kids. In the so form of Anthony Anderson, right? That's where Anthony Anderson comes into play. And this ain't the blackish Black. Anthony Anderson. This is the barbershop Anthony Anderson. This is old school fluffy, right? Fluffy gap to like this is old school Anthony Anderson. Annoying, not funny, Anthony Anderson. <laughs> so yeah. All I could think was like, wow, Chris Tucker would be so much better at this. But it but the show would have focused on Chris Tucker. We probably read about that. Yeah. And I don't think Chris Tucker was so selective with his um, picking for what he did. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have played. He wouldn't have played nothing but the star. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't blame him, especially at this time. Exactly, exactly. So I think Rush Hour Two came out in '01. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So. Out of all the people that they could have put on Trish, they put this clown on Trish. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, she's able to get away from him because he's a fool. Right. And she gets into the cab with Han. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and she's like ducking down. She's like, whatever, just get me away from here. Right. She gave him so, money, everything. <laughs> so he hot wired the car, and uh, I guess he's. <laughs> Uh, they probably drive on the right side of the road or something in Jenner's. I don't know. I don't know because he's having like a hard time driving the vehicle. Yeah, I think I thought it was because he had drove it a long time. It could be that too. I don't know. But for whatever reason, he has a hard time driving yeah. the vehicle through the parking lot. Right. Um, Which and, probably is uh, a combination she sees of the ID own. for the driver, and she's like, "Okay, Akbar." Right. <laughs> right. So, so the wheels start turning her head. She realized that yeah. This ain't the person that's supposed to be driving the car. Right. But she doesn't care because she wants to get away from Anthony Anderson. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, they have a good rapport or whatever. Um, and then he lets her out because she had left. She went to the record store. Anthony Anderson drove her to the record store. Mm-hmm. And so she got away from Anthony Anderson there. And that's how she got in the taxi. So he ended up taking her back to, the, to her store. Mm-hmm. So... Then he goes uh, to his uh, to his brother's apartment. To his brother's apartment, starts you know looking at things, fishing around to see if he can get any clues. He um, finds yeah. the phone, presses redial. Can't hear you. Oh my gosh! And then he goes back to his brother's apartment. He's looking for clues. He comes across this flattened basketball. And there's like this little flashback to this memory of him and his younger brother swimming and having a good time. And he's just kind of reminiscing on the loss of his brother. Yeah. 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 And he finds out his brother, the last phone number his brother called was the phone number to Aaliyah's store. Yes. Yes. So then, um, then he also finds that list of places as well in his car. He doesn't find that yet. He doesn't? Okay. No. He finds that later on. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, so yes. Right. So but in the meantime, in the background, we have a bunch of, like, murders happening. Yes. Uh, Like, this barbershop. Barbershop. This barbershop gets blown up. And then there was an incident with this store owner and his wife who got murdered. Uh, So this war is just, like, going on in the background, like, mm-hmm. a lot of violence while they're still trying to close this multi-million dollar real estate deal. Right, right. So they got that going on. They're trying to figure out this whole murder situation because if they find out who killed um, Han's son, then it will all cease. Yeah. So they're trying to figure that out, too. They don't, of course, they don't want police involved. So it's just, it's just a lot going on. Yes. So, um, so once he realizes it was her store that he called, um, Han follows Leah home and basically bursts in her apartment as she's getting there uh, to question her about this. Mm-hmm. And um, I just really love Leah's character in this movie. Yeah. She's uh, smart. She's very savvy. Like, she doesn't get thrown off by too much. Yeah. She's funny. You know. Um, she's not in distress most of the time or anything like that. Like, yeah. she's not just screaming and crying in the corner. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I feel like that's partly because she's the daughter of a dead painter. Yeah. You know, your head gotta be on the swivel. You, you would hope so, right? Yeah. But you know how a lot in a lot of these movies, they don't really give the women too much. Right, right. They act entitled and foolish. 
but she's good. She's completely the opposite. She's completely yeah. the opposite. So kudos to the writers for that. Yeah. The characterization for sure. Yes. So um, he follows her in the apartment, you know, and uh, she still keeps it cool because I would have freaked. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would have been throwing pots and, and They're talking about like why her brother might have called, not her brother, but his brother may have called her. He's trying to figure out what it is. She realizes, you know, her brother often makes calls there. So that was probably where the connection comes from. Mm-hmm. She hears noises outside. It's Anthony Anderson and like a couple other dudes uh, come to check on her. Um, so Han pretends to be a delivery guy. Mm-hmm. He keeps saying that he de- delivers some dim sum, delicious dim sum. So that's what Anthony Anderson calls him from now on. Right. Um, so that trick doesn't work. And we get another little fight scene on the stairs. Uh, this one was a little more humorous, up. of course. Right. And he beats everybody up. He beats Anthony Anderson three times in this movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and like, each time, Anthony Anderson's like, it's no problem. I can take him. I'm like, but this never works out for you. At all. At all. And it was like five of them. And they were all football type dudes. Yeah. And On he a beat them set all. of narrow stairs like it just wasn't gonna happen <laughs> at all not in the least at and all. at the end of the fight he actually jumps into their car that they left running he was mm. like i love this country it's free cars i'm there right <laughs> <laughs> right and, and they had a navigator too so he really came up he came up from yeah. the back again right right <laughs> so yeah so um that's messed up you get beat up and you get your car took <laughs> Every is, time it just gets worse for Anthony Anderson. It really does. It really does. So they ended up um he ended up running into her again at the park. And so that's when he really got to explain um what was going on and he was asking her did she get a chance to talk to her brother. Fortunately she hadn't at that point and um, she, the guys that are part of her father's organization are out there playing football. And so um, Mac sees Trish talking to, um, what's Jet Li's character name? Han. Han. Sees Trish talking to Han and he goes over to try to run interference on whatever was going on. He thinks it's happening, right? Right. So, um, then he um, asks Han if he wants to play uh, football with them. Tries to explain real simple, you know, I'm going to pass the ball to you. I just need you to run it down the middle. And, of course, they're planning yeah. to, like, get revenge, basically. Yes. On Han for yeah. an asshole to lay down. Right. Full tackle. So, they do a couple of plays. Knock him on his back. He's like, There's one shot in particular where he has been knocked on his back. He's laying there, about mm-hmm. to get up. He sees like Anthony Anderson and two other men about to like just completely smush him. Yes, they did a and whole dog And he just kind of gives up. Yes. <laughs> He's just like, oh, whatever. Right. They did a whole dog <laughs> If it's my time, it's my time. Right. I was just like, all them ribs is probably broke. Everything. <laughs> like, hip probably out of whack. All that. Just the fact that he got up and was able to walk and continue playing was a miracle. That was mm-hmm. crazy. So, 
he does eventually end up getting the best of them though. Yes. Yeah. So they, they did two plays where they got him. So he asked, Hey, why are they always tackling me? Max says, because you have the ball. Right. Cause he and Max are supposed to be on the same team. Right. So, <laughs> so on the third play, he takes the ball. He doesn't even allow Max to throw it to him. He just takes the ball. Then he gives it to everybody and beats them up in the process. It was hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Then he scores. And was like, <laughs> I love football. It's the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he ends up leaving. You know, Trish said that she was going to talk to her brother. Fortunately, she wasn't able to talk to her brother. Um, because the next thing you know, he's over his lady friend's house, you know, venting about the whole situation. Yeah, they're smoking more. and drinking. Yeah, smoking and drinking. He wanted he's venting about wanting more responsibility. She oh, goes man, in. You know that? Right. <laughs> right. Sir, calm down. And he, she you, just you don't rolling have up yet. like, yeah, I agree. You and should you have more baby. Mm-hmm, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So she goes and opens that door. And next thing you know, they're thrown out the window. They was in a high-rise condo. They got thrown out the Overlooking window. Overlooking the water. Overlooking the water. They went into the water. I was like, why? Why did they get a drown? Is it because of Black Sister <coughs> Slim? Is that, what, is that what we're doing? Right. That's what I was just like. So maybe, because I was looking at it too, like maybe they shot them before they pushed them out the window. Well, no. There is a certain height uh, for you to be able to hit water where it will start breaking bones. Or it'll be like hitting cement. They had to yeah. be at that height because they was in the high rise. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That makes sense because I was just like, okay. Because I don't want to put it on the whole. Because, I mean, they said they drowned and I was just like, that ain't too realistic. They yeah. <laughs> Right. But, <clears throat> but, yeah, unfortunately, he passes away so I add him to the list of the people that have passed away uh, which is the thing that he was trying to prevent was for his kids to get hit so now um, Trish is mad at her dad for the yeah, situation right so um, however her dad is like you're going to have to come with me because it's just too hot so she has to go stay at the house yeah, and at one point she's like, I'll be fine. But, you know, whatever, because she's just mad at him. Yeah. And I'm like, Trish, you can't be this hard-headed now. Come on, your brother just died. Right. <laughs> your brother was just murdered. Right. right. Um, I really do love her relationship with her dad, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's contentious a lot. Yeah. There's clearly, like, so much love there between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just she doesn't love what he does. No, she doesn't love what he does, and she doesn't love the consequences it creates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. When I was watching, I was just like, you know, I understand you don't like what she, what he does or whatnot, but I'm sure you benefited from it with this story. Right. We have no idea how that happened. Right. Right. We don't so, think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so she's at the house. Um, right. Han ends up following her there. They have the balcony scene. Yes. This is the balcony scene from Romeo and Juliet. 
is he's like he's outside her window, like on her little balcony or whatever. And of course she's freaking out, like, what are you doing here? Everybody's downstairs, you know, whatever. And uh her dad comes in twice, right? Mm-hmm. So he has to hide, which is another thing that happens in Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. where they almost get caught. Yeah. And um eventually they leave together. And I was just like, we're missing we're missing one thing. We're missing one thing. What's that? That happens in this scene. The kiss. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert, they don't kiss in a movie. Ever. At all. They're so cute together. I like them together. I thought they worked. I thought they had chemistry. I know uh, other critics disagree, but I thought they worked. I thought they I thought they had good chemistry too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I uh did a little bit of research on it, like why don't they kiss? Because I even remember at the time, mm-hmm. like them not kissing was like a big deal. Like yeah. people were like, Why did they kiss? It don't make any sense. And um, the couple of things I found where they were saying, oh, well, they had a scene where they kissed, but it didn't test well with urban audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't remember, urban at that time meant black. So, <laughs> uh, which I find it hard to believe, but okay. Uh, no, and then, I can believe that. I can believe that. I believe some people would have a problem with it for sure. I don't believe there was such a big problem, such an uproar that they were like, cut it. Oh, it's Aaliyah. Um, I don't know if you remember, but literally every heterosexual man was in love with her. That's true. So that's true. And Jet Lee kicked Aaliyah. Still are exactly, exactly. So Jet Lee. But the other thing I found was um, uh, Jet Lee apparently had spoken about it at one point, and he was saying that you know they didn't think it would be the move for him to kiss her at the end because of what happens at the end mm-hmm. um, but I was like it didn't have to be there it right because yeah. there's this scene on the balcony and then there's another scene where they're dancing I was like could have been there Either one of these. I would expect it more when they were dancing yeah you know and we also have the factor in that Jet Li is like 15 years older mm-hmm. than Aaliyah um, which he's like 34 35 She's like 2021 at this point. But but they knew that when they cast them. And the characters, I don't I know he's older, but I don't think he's I don't think Han was 15 years older than Trish. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, um Jet Lee doesn't look that all that much older than Leah, where you'd be like, whoa, you know. He does look like an older person, but they're clearly both adults. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's the thing. Um, maybe the whole age thing would have been an issue because of the audience. Hell yeah. Because even though they... People didn't really care about our kid like that. But, remember, our Kelly and Aaliyah got married when she was 15. I remember. And it, and this was before the infamous sex tape hit the streets. However, mm-hmm. we did know that Aaliyah and R. Kelly got married. So it could have been her people that was like, yeah, no, we're not going to go there. But if that's the case, why even do this? It was a great opportunity. <laughs> you know? That's the only thing I can come up with because it's like, it's so weird that they did not kiss. Yeah. Know? 
So yeah, I mean, if they're not going to do that, then let's call it something else. Don't say it's based on Romeo and Juliet or takes inspiration from Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, because they else. were passionate. They were in love, you know. So because mm. they both lost a lot, you know, during this war and everything. Basically, it comes down to to the wire where they got to get these um, contracts signed because the man's about to pull out. He gave them a deadline. They um, they ended up getting everybody except for DMX's character. Yeah, and see what Mac had been doing that I didn't know was he was just killing people. Right. Was threatening them. There's one scene that just made me laugh so much, where he, this guy has like, I guess he just, he's a, he picks up crabs. I don't know what you call these people. Oh, um, crabs. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They're crab fishermen. I, I know guess. there gotta be. I think there is a specific word, a word for them, but I, I just can't think of it. Yeah. Um, but he's threatening this guy about selling his property, and he like he has a gun to the dude's head. Then he also pushes him into the crabs as if the crabs are the real threat. And, the and there is one moving. crab that like hangs onto his collar yeah. as if he's working with Mac. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like the crabs barely move. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the crabs, the crabs are like, not I don't the want threat. No he has a gun to his head. I don't think you need to push him into the crab. Right. The crabs was like, I don't want dark meat. He's a vegetarian. Right. So, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't like, want no yeah. part. Yeah, get him out of here. We can all live free. You right, know? right. <laughs> And it will no part. So, yeah. Yeah, so the I think the only one that, the last one that held out was DMX. He ended up uh, killing DMX. He did. But so. before that, um, Aaliyah actually goes to Poe's apartment. And uh, yeah. Han finds her there. And the apartment was totally trash, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of some of you know Isaac's people probably came by and trashed it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like crying. She's crying real tears. Yeah. Uh, I watched. They had this like a behind the scenes MTV thing mm-hmm. that came out before the movie was released. Yeah. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. And it was talking about that scene in particular and how she was saying she wanted to like actually cry. She didn't want to use any glycerin or fake tears or whatever. And she used the memory of her grandmother's death, yeah, uh, to get the tears going. Uh, but they're both there together. They've both been through so much, you know. And Han's looking around the room and everything for any kind of clues, and he finds his brother's car keys. So he goes out to the garage and he finds his brother's car. And his car is a cane, and in the cane is this slip of paper with all these addresses on it. So they figure out these addresses are for waterfront properties. And Aaliyah, Trish remembers, oh yeah, uh, Mac and my dad were talking about this particular property as a casino. We should go check it out. So they go to check it out. They get there. And uh, she's wearing this baseball cap. She takes it off, turns it backwards, and puts it on his head so he can look a little bit more hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I know, he's like, I know how to look hip hop or whatever. I was like, sure. Okay. It's cute. Right. And, uh, they get in and like they dance to her song. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I was like, this is where they should kiss. Right. Right. It would have made it would have made sense to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, but we forgot there was the was this before or after. So this has to be after. Um they find this uh warehouse that belonged to uh the Chinese crew and everybody had been murdered. Right? And it had only just recently happened, like the dude's cigar was still smoking. And they yeah. the people who did it like leave. And so they're chasing the people who did it. And it's a motorcycle chase. This motorcycle's like in the air and shooting at the car and everything. Right, and right. uh it's a pretty good chase scene, actually. Yeah. And um it was another they, fight scene. Yeah. They are able to corner one of the riders and Jet Li's gonna fight the rider, the rider, and uh she but she pulls off her helmet, it's this beautiful Chinese lady. And uh, he's like shocked first that she's Chinese and then second that she's a woman. And Trisha's like, What are you doing? Go find her. <laughs> you know. And he's like, I can't hit a woman. And she was like, Are you serious? Like, this right. is no time for manners. Right. Uh, so what they do, because Trish doesn't have the martial arts training, is he guides her body to fight this lady, mm-hmm. right? I I love it. This yeah. is like, I think this is my favorite fight scene. Yeah, uh, they had some pretty cool fight scenes in this movie. Yeah, this one, and I think the very last one was probably my favorite. Yeah, uh, but he like he's like moving her around like she's her own nunchuck and like guiding her punches mm-hmm. and her kicks and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Also, this is kind of hot. Yeah, and you're telling me they're not gonna kiss, right? They're gonna get <laughs> later and they're not gonna kiss. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. But yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, I'm not a fan of his style because he uses the strings. But yeah, the ac- Yeah, but the actual fight scenes themselves, they they are pretty cool. Like you can't take that away from the movie, you know. So, the mo- I mean, like just the the ideas of them all, you know, they're pretty cool. How to make them different? Uh huh. Uh huh. Cause the whole the whole thing with them him using her body to fight that girl, that was pretty cool. Yeah, you know? and uh, looking at some of the behind the scenes stuff, because at this time Jet Li had been like a producer on films for on like twenty four films. He'd been acting in films since he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. He'd been a five time like national Chinese martial arts champion, mm-hmm. like big deal, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, looking at the behind the scenes, he's like actually telling them like, I'm going to go this way with her and do this and do this kind of thing. And then you guys can do it. Like he's choreographing the whole thing. Right. Right. So it was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It takes, but they get to that nightclub. It's a lot that goes into it. Oh, there's so much that goes on. Yeah. You know, Uh, but they, they finally get to that Mac, Mac, they finally get to that nightclub and uh, they're dancing, they're having a cute little time, whatever. Uh, which I'm like, we're not on the, uh, we're just not on a mission, what's going on? <laughs> Mac shows up. Yeah. And that's when the cops start. Right. Right. That's when he kills DMX. Yeah. His then... character's name is Silk. Because Silk? DMX, he, Silk, his name is Silk. That's funny. Silk refuses never... to sell out. Right. I never knew his name. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he kills Silk and um 
Yeah. So it's a it's a whole melee that ends up ensuing. And uh yeah. yeah, I think but they they because I mean that also was the night Cobra Poe was last seen. So right. another reason they went there. So he then abducts Trish and Han and um <laughs> And then uh, Han kind of like gets out, I guess, and then like makes his way to the meeting point because this is the night like everybody's got their deeds together. They're gonna get their checks. So, so the Chinese group and, and the black group are all gonna meet and get their checks for the real estate. Right. 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 So they end up. Yeah, they ended up being abducted by Mac, and then. They end up um, somehow getting to the meeting. I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And then they got a loose from Mac some kind of way. Well, Han did. Trish didn't. But she got away enough to go find a gun. Oh, that was afterwards. So they, so uh, the Chinese group, they get their check, right? Mm-hmm. They leave. Uh, Isaac O'Day comes in, and he's given this check for thirty-eight million dollars, right? But he's like, no, you know what? You can keep that because I want to be an owner, right? I want to be an owner in the NFL. And the white dudes are upset, and then Mac is upset because Mac is like, you want to go legit and everything? I just want to run the streets. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> That's very small thinking, my guy. And uh, he's really upset about it. And uh, he's like, uh, I've got your most valuable asset here. And he brings out Trish. And he's like, is she worth $38 million? And Deborah Lindell's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I love my daughter. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Um, and then it's revealed oh, that yeah. Mac is the one who killed Colin. Right. And that every all the uh, Chinese folks who got killed were done by Chinese gangs, mm-hmm. in particular she's father, because uh, uh, um, Kai put it in Shu's head that it was these other Chinese gangs who, who were like also creating a bunch of drama. Mm-hmm. So they had gone after a few of those Chinese gangs, and Shu kind of gets like a he kind of gets like a bad bitch moment. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, you know, after I kill you, your territories will come back to uh, the group, and the group is basically me, so <laughs> thank you. Right, like, right, right. Um, so, Mac reveals, hey, that he was the one who killed Colin. He was like, I guess collard greens just couldn't swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Isaac goes after him. Mm-hmm. He's trying to choke him out. Um, but Mac has a couple guns. He pulls a gun. He shoots Isaac. In his stomach, and you know, more guns go off. The white dudes are scared. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, the guy who's holding Leah, whose name is Nigel, apparently, he's who was like holding Leah during this entire time, uh-huh. and she's fighting to get free. Uh, he gets shot. Okay, and That's also, you know, uh, Han is there too, uh, trying to rescue her and everything, and. Uh, her dad is shot. He's like, well, you stay here with your dad. And I guess uh, this guy who was working there was like, I called the ambulance or whatever. They're on the way. Um, 
the white dudes are getting going to the roof to, and to like fly off in their helicopter, you know, uh, with their land deals. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but one of the guys drops this suitcase with the paperwork mm-hmm. uh, on, on the roof, and he's like, "Go back down." And I was like, "There is that is not happening." At <laughs> what all. Are you talking about? At all. At all. You'll get the copies from the lawyers and all of that. Like. Right. <laughs> and so Han is out there. He actually picks up the the, the um, attache case with the papers in it. And Mac is out there too. He's going to shoot Han. And Han like deflects the bullet with the with the case and everything. Uh, and then you also hear, while he's shooting, you also hear a shot, right? And it actually ends up that Mac is shot. And it pans backwards and it's Trish holding the gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I didn't, I forgot all about that middle part. Because I'm like, she got away because she saw. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's cold. You know, like, yeah. that's cold. Like, oh, whatever. And it's like, he's going to race the gun to shoot her. She shoots him again. Mm-hmm. Falls off the building. And I really love that because it makes so much narrative sense, right? Mac is the one who killed her father and her brother. She should be the one to kill him. Right. Most appropriate. Right. Most appropriate. And, and I was just glad it wasn't, they made it so that Han killed him. Right. Yeah. Right. It should have been her, and it was her. And so, I appreciate that. Yeah. But that's how you know that she, uh, even though she shuns the life, the life is in her. Because I'm sure this was her first body. And she was not messed up behind it. No. You know. Might have been the first body, definitely not her first time shooting a gun. Right. Right. But you know, a first body can kind of have you messed up, regardless on who it is, you know? I mean, maybe. I mean, she just saw her father die in front of her eyes, and her brother just died like a week ago, maybe? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I would have nothing left. Yeah. So. You know? handled it like a pro she did yeah so so yeah so han realizes who actually killed his brother so he so which is his uh his father's right hand kai yeah and i did not trust kai from the beginning not one second not one second so he goes and confronts him he confirms it, and they have a fight scene. And this is the famous fight scene that gives you the beautiful shot of him walking through the fire. Yeah, it's very classic, like Hong Kong, like inspired fight scene, uh-huh. uh, because they're on some patio somewhere, and there's like these pits of fire, like on stands around them mm-hmm. for some reason. Who lit these? Where did right. they come from? Right. <laughs> Who are they here? Doesn't matter. Uh, but of course, <laughs> they fall over, and the whole ring, there's a ring of fire around them. And they're fighting, and they're good matches for each other. And at one point, Han gets his hands burned, and the dude is yeah. like, like trying to pull his skin off his hands. It's gruesome. Yeah. And uh, eventually, he knocks him out through like uh, one of the doors in, in this pagoda kind of area. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fire's everywhere, and he's trying to look to see if you know, Han's still alive or whatever. And here comes Han walking through the fire in slow-mo. You know, he's back. Right. He rips his shirt, starts wrapping up his hands, 
and he yeah. was about to go to work on homeboy. And he eventually killed him. Defeats him. And so what they do, I think, in, in this movie to probably keep it PG thirteen, of course, is that there's no there's not really any blood at all. True. And then uh, when people get like these fatal blows, like when they fought the woman, uh, when he, when Han and Trish fought the woman in, in like the under the bridge or whatever, uh, and then when he's fighting Kai, you see what happens to them internally, right? Through like this kind of animated three D method, right? Right. Now, so just imagine watching that in two thousand. That was like, yeah, you know, it's very like, Mortal Kombat. Mm. Like modern mode, modern mode of combat. Right, right. Um, but yeah, you see his spine just accordion, like mm-hmm. you know, and so he it's over for him, of course. Yeah. And that's when he goes. Han goes to confront his father. Right. And he finds out that his father was the one that put in the order to kill his own son yeah. for this deal. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he was gonna mess it up for him, and he could not allow it. Mm. So, plot twist. <laughs> and and another thing that I like here is that with his Han and and his father uh, speaking together, most of the time they're speaking in Chinese, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which is like, Ugh. right? Yeah. <laughs> they're not, exactly. you know. They're from China. They would speak Chinese to each other. Exactly. Although you do have like even some more modern films where it's like, why are these people speaking English to each other? Like mm-hmm. this wouldn't really happen. Right. You know? Right. And I, I do appreciate it because these scenes with his father are pretty dramatic, mm-hmm. and you can see much more of Jet Li's range in these scenes. Yes. And he's he does really well with the drama. He does. He does. I will. I will give it to him for that. Absolutely. He he is a really good actor. So he's like, um, you know, he's he basically tells his his father's like, so are you gonna kill me? You know, because mm-hmm. I, I killed your brother or whatever. He's like, no, I found who killed my brother, which is the point. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna let fate deal with you. Right. Whatever, you know, Right, and the and father so, is feeling the hurt, you know. He had that yeah. one tear come down while he was talking to Han about killing Poe, so he he is feeling it. He just feels like it was for the greater good, for of his pockets, right? And right. Uh, you know, because like his father takes out a gun and he's like, "Are you gonna kill me?" Blah blah, and Han's like, "No, <laughs> not doing that." And so Han turns to leave, and you hear the gunshot. And at first, I thought that he had shot Han, and I was like, "No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't shoot him. No, he just didn't." But no, he killed. He shot himself. He yeah. killed himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know he wasn't gonna shoot Han because of the guilt that he was feeling for shoot for um, having his son killed. Because he wanted Han to kill him, you know, to put him out of his misery. But mm-hmm. and Han knew that, and that's the reason why he didn't. You know exactly. So yeah, I definitely knew knew he wasn't gonna kill Han. There was no way. Yeah. So Han walks out and sees Trish, and she like caresses his face and gives him a hug and then walk away. Walk off. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. 
not being stopped by one police officer that's running into the house, even though everybody heard this one time. When nobody gonna ask me no questions or nothing. Mm-mm. They just walk out. They just walk out. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was going back to like the kiss that didn't happen. Jet Li was saying, you know, I don't think it would have been thematically appropriate for them to kiss after he just saw his father kill himself. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's what the balcony scene and the dancing were for. Right, right. Absolutely. Like, he acted like that was the only opportunity. The only time. Right. <laughs> That's not the case. That's not the case. But, um, yeah, so on to our rating system. Um, we have one through five. Um, what are these things called? Camera films. Film cameras. Right. Camera reels. Camera reels. Jeez Louise. Okay, I don't know where my mind is today. Um, so yeah, so one camera reel is trash AF. Two is it exists. Three is entertaining. Four is great. Five a true classic. What say you, Maria? I'm gonna give it three. Three. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoyed Leanne Delroy Lindo and Jet Li. Uh, I think they all did a really great job. I thought I really like the chemistry between the two leads. Mm-hmm. Um, really loved Aaliyah's character. It was it was uh, two hours, which I was like I was surprised. I thought it'd be like ninety minutes, mm-hmm. uh, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Did it feel like two hours? No, not really. Yeah. Okay. How about you? How many cameras would you give? I would say three as well. Um. It actually aged pretty well. You know. um, And. Yeah. I mean it's not. It's not like a. Oh my god I have to. I have to sit down and watch it. Every time it goes on TV. Because it actually came on a couple times. Last week. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty fun movie I think. And uh, has some pretty. Iconic looks for Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite fight scene? Um, probably the one when he was upside down. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. What about you? Uh, mine was definitely the one where he was like using her to fight. Yeah, that would be my favorite. That'd be my favorite. Yeah. So, but I, I just, I just remember that one standing out to me back then. You know, um, and then it's you know, it's bittersweet to see Aaliyah. Yeah, because she's so good. She like is so good. All we have of her really is just uh, her potential, right. which was just blossoming at that point. Right, right, right. And we can only imagine how far she has come. Right. So. Exactly. Like the film was a success. Uh, the box office grossed about $91 million in America uh, for a budget of $25 million. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Although uh, critics did not like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, but to me, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, for me, like the most of the fight scenes were just okay. Like, they're the two, three that I like, they were like, quite a bit of fight scenes in here that were just okay, you know? Yeah. And they should not have been 
It should not. They should have been really good. There's a couple of them that we could have did without. Like yes, I agree. The yeah. fights downstairs. I didn't really need that. He could just run away. Yeah, and then the one when um it was right after the finals and he went uh, up the side and fought. Oh yeah. Well, they were doing kind of like a sparring thing, right? Yeah, but I could have did without that too. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really add anything to the story. It did not add or take away. Like he could have walked up on him doing his, you know, um, exercise. Then we would have understood, okay, he can fight too. Yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't actually yeah. need to see him fight because who's gonna see him fight at the end? Yeah, it's true. You know? So yeah, we didn't need that. Um so that would have cut down on a couple of minutes. Yeah. Kept a little tighter for sure. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is on the heels of the Matrix. So, you know, a lot of like kung fu, hong mm-hmm. kind of movies, um, martial arts films were getting popular. Right, right. And so. Right, the Matrix uh, and Rush Hour, because I think the original one came out in 98. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Rush Hour is definitely kind of one of the first of these, you know, mixing martial arts with hip-hop and R&B kind of thing going on. Um, and it did it really well. As far as I remember, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this one also had a really great soundtrack. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't have the soundtrack, but I remember so many singles from the soundtrack. Yeah. I was like, oh, this was on me. That was on me. That was on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have um, it either, but yeah. Um, yeah. I did not know that one of the Leah songs broke a record. Oh, it did? Yeah, either for her, I think it was for her. It was it broke a record for her? Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, like um, on the MTV thing that was behind the scenes, they had like a little concert with mm-hmm. the people who were on the soundtrack. So we had Timbaland on there, Shantae Moore, Destiny's Child, Genuine, Joe, Timbaland Magoo, Aaliyah, DMX, of course. So it was it was a huge hit for sure. Yeah. Um. And it was titled um, that year like one of the five best uh, compilations of 2000. So. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So. Yeah, the um, <laughs> the ratings for the soundtrack were definitely higher than the ratings for the film. Yeah. But can't argue with those box offices. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, it's what the people it's what the people say. Because the critics can slam a movie and the people love it. You know, they yeah. slammed uh Players Club. Yeah. You know, and we all For know me, that's when a classic. I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying we all know Players Club is a is a classic. So. It's a classic. Yeah. Uh for me when I'm reviewing films, what I think about is did the movie do what it said it was going to do, right? Did we get the story that it said it was going to tell? Did we get the emotions that they said they wanted to work through? Did we get the action that we said we wanted to get, right? Yeah. And for the most part, this movie hits those. Yeah. You know, not all the way, for sure. Right. But it hits them satisfactorily enough where it's still a good, fun movie to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It le- I mean, but it does leave you unfulfilled with the whole them not kissing. that was a big deal yeah no I absolutely agree that's a major that is definitely a major failure for me for this film yeah you know Um, because the acting didn't fail the soundtrack definitely didn't fail right Uh, 
she and Jet Li had chemistry, so that didn't fail. So right, right. Uh, the action, some of the actions, the, some of the fighting scenes were just okay. Could have been cut, mm-hmm. uh, and we could have gone a little bit more with the romance angle. But still, I think really, really good work. I agree. All right, Lizzie. So, where can people find you if they want to follow you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at L underscore Renell. It's on the screen this week. <laughs> so, um, where can they find you? Well, don't you also have another podcast? I do. You know, I don't know where my mind went. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. I also have another podcast. Um, it's called The Ish We Talk. Um, we talk about various things, me and my cousin, and we also have um, guest hosts. I mean, co-hosts on guest hosts on yeah. sometimes. So yeah, um, and that's available on all streaming platforms as well. Um, what about you, Maria? So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Valar More Dollars. It's on the screen here. That's V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R dollars, because all men must pay. And you can also hear me on the podcast called Nerdgasm More, where it's five black women talking about nerdy things. And recently, I've also been on Paraweight's live after shows for Euphoria. So if you watch that, you can come uh, follow Paraweight, and we talk about the new episode right after it airs every Sunday night. And if you're watching this, you can find this podcast everywhere podcasts are found. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can follow us on YouTube. Absolutely. And Twitter. Movies are reading movies. Yes. So, um, join us on episode three. Episode three will be Class Act with Kid and Play. And you haven't seen that, right? I have not seen that movie. So I'm so excited. That's like <laughs> such a good movie. Yay. Class act. So, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So, yes, definitely come back for episode three. So, we will see you guys until then. Bye. Bye.